Hi, this is Brandon Hall, founder of Logic Mind and Health, and you're listening to today's Logicast episode, a quick tip to set you on the path to better living. At Logic Mind and Health, we offer a unique set of ideas and practices that provide the most effective techniques for reducing stress and living a better life. Our philosophy mixes best practices of the past and present, east and west, rational thinking, and purposeful action. Our approach is based on sound reasoning. Our methods have been verified by scientific research and our own personal results. Logic is in our name and at our core. We know what works and we are passionate about sharing it. In today's Logicast episode, I'm going to talk about the philosophical argument for God's existence known as the contingency argument. I love philosophical arguments for the existence of God. For anyone who may be familiar with this platform or these Logicast episodes, that should not be surprising. One of the many reasons is because thinking philosophically and deeply is good for brain function. But also, I find these philosophical arguments to be extremely compelling and give me great confidence that God exists and that I can know that God exists and know about God's nature, which benefits health and well-being. One of my absolute favorite arguments and probably the best argument, I believe, is the argument from contingency. And it goes like this. Everything within our universe is contingent or dependent upon something else for its being, for its existence, and the way it is. From dogs and cats to people and cars, all the way down to subatomic particles like protons, electrons, and neutrinos. They are all contingent or conditioned such that they could have existed in some other way. They are all moving and in fluctuation, for example, but they could be moving and fluctuating in a different manner. Or they simply could have not existed at all. They didn't have to exist, but yet they do. Now, the explanation for anything that exists can be found either within its own nature or outside of it. If the explanation is found within itself, that thing is necessary meaning it depends on nothing outside itself for its existence. It must exist. It actually cannot fail to exist. Now, if something is not explained by circumstances beyond itself or circumstances within its own nature, then it's explained by nothing at all. Now, if you're thinking, well, maybe some things have no explanation, That can be ruled out by what is known as the principle of sufficient reason. This philosophical principle 
is fundamental to human knowledge and discovery, like science. It's simple and intuitive, and it basically means that reality is intelligible. It means that there is sufficient reason or adequate objective explanations for the being of a thing or the attributes of a thing. It means that we can know things and that everything within reality is knowable. Everything has a reason for its existence. But that doesn't mean that we know these reasons or all of the reasons we desire to know. It just means that the reasons exist and that we can know these reasons. So going back to our contingency argument, the reason for anything's existence is either found within its own nature or outside of itself. There is no third option. Everything in our universe can be explained by something outside it or beyond it. But what about the universe itself? Could that be explained within its own nature? Or what about a multiverse? Could that just be the necessary entity that conditions everything within it? Well, no, because the nature of a necessary being is such that it is purely actual, has no potential, is perfect in every conceivable way, does not change, is not made up of parts, is not moving, just to name a few. If it fails to check any of these boxes, or many others that I've left out, then it would be contingent upon something else for these conditions, or constraints, or potentials. The universe, or multiverse, doesn't fit this mold, as it could have been infinitely different than it is. It's constantly moving and in flux and could have failed to exist. Now God, on the other hand, fits the mold of a necessary being whose explanation can be found within its own nature. God is the ground of all of reality and conditions all of reality and is not contingent upon anything else for its being. God is actually being itself. Everything in the world, including the world itself, comes into being and then passes away. Even if it is not done so now, like the world, it will one day cease to exist, as science shows. It is contingent. God, on the other hand, is not, and is eternal or infinite. Had no beginning, has no end. It's the philosophical aspects of human intellect and lines of thinking like this why we, especially in the scientific community, look for causes. But why do we look for causes? Why are we so concerned with the question why? Because we know intuitively that nothing in this world is the explanation of its own existence. Nothing contains within itself the reason for its being. And we know 
that we can know things about this world and reality based upon the principle of sufficient reason. We know that the explanation for the existence of something is not found within that something, within our world. So we keep looking and keep going deeper and deeper. But we get to a certain point where we can go no further. And that deepest or furthest point leads to God. It leads to a necessarily existing entity that could not fail to exist, one that must exist, and one that has all the characteristics and attributes of a necessarily existing entity. Those attributes pertinent to this platform and health improvement are things like love, goodness, beauty, and purpose. So that's why I love arguments like the contingency argument. It just reaffirms the existence of an entity that is quite literally the source of existence, the source of love, of goodness, and beauty. The source that gives ultimate meaning and purpose to life. The source that generates life. And the source that can be accessed at any point in time with our minds, which can then lead to behaviors and emotions and thoughts rooted in the nature of that source that lead to greater well-being. Well, that's all for today. I'm Brandon Hall, and thanks for listening.